Welcome to Corporate Dropout Conversations, where we hope to inform, inspire, and educate you to take control of your career, your business, and your life. I am Robert Johnson, aka the Corporate Dropout, here with uh, you this evening. In addition to some special collaborators, PDS, people doing shit, uh, that we're going to have a dynamic conversation with to wrap up 2019 and kick off 2020. I have Relly with me from PDSA. Relly. Hey, how you doing? How you feeling, Rel? I'm feeling great. You like how I abbreviated even the abbreviation Relly to Rel? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm for it. I'm all for it. I love it. I love it. Sham, <laughs> what's going on, my man? What's up, man? man how you it, doing, my brother? Man, it's all good. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm just happy to be here with you because I've been wanting to have this conversation for a long time. <laughs> I'm saying, I, it's like I owe you money. I felt like it well, was you that time. Well, you kind of owe me money, too. I wasn't going to bring that up to the end. <laughs> no, it's, it's been no, a long time you square, time man. Coming. We squared away. Man, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And last but not least, Amac. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm over here on the ones and twos. I see. I see. I wish our <laughs> listeners could actually see this dynamic studio and set up that PDS has, I'm inspired uh, to step up my game a little bit. It's just bit. a little light work, just a bunch of Amazon uh, shopping. I don't know about light work. <laughs> That's it. I'm sure. There is a, it's a bunch of like YouTube video studying uh, Amazon. You got to have um, the patience to find the right deals on there. But you'll get there, man. You I'm, got it. I'm just I'm trying to be like you when I grow <laughs> up. But, but you, you actually hit on something that leads into what we're going to be talking about today. And um, this sparked from a conversation that Shelly and I were having uh, uh, around... Um, you like how I did that? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I kind of combined Sham and Relly, who are actually husband and wife. Right. You know, you know what's um, crazy is our name... Everybody calls us Sham Rail for Sham and Rail, but if they start calling me Shelly, I don't know how I'm going to handle that, man. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to do Shelly. <laughs> we're going to leave it at Sham and Rally. Yeah. Um, but but actually, before we get into um, the meat of today's discussion, I think it would be amazing for each of you to kind of share your story of how you, know, you became corporate dropouts and what your journey was going from, you know, that nine to five okay. to um, hustling and making your own dream happen for yourself. So ladies first, uh, in the words of MC Light. <laughs> All right, well, you know, it's your girl Relly here. And um, cosmetology has always uh, been a part of my life. Um, I went to cosmetology school in high school. So I graduated with my cosmetology license when I was 18. I actually went on to college after that and received a bachelor's degree in finance, but my heart was always in hair. Um, and probably about five years ago, I was getting a little bit complacent with being a hairstylist, standing behind the chair and feeling like I was doing the same thing over and over. And I wanted to just excel in my career. So I decided to get my instructor's license and um unfortunately one of my instructors passed away and so it was just like a push for me to get my license and I just kind of went into that role um after she passed away and I became the new instructor for a high school school district and um I actually worked that job for five years and so that was actually my first introduction to the corporate structure and probably um in about, I'm going to say maybe July of 2018, I kind of just wasn't feeling the corporate structure anymore. 
And I was getting inspired again by going to hair shows and seeing different things because Instagram and Facebook really weren't a big thing when I was behind the chair. Um, And now I was able to see a lot of people really succeeding and being creative uh, behind the chair again and inspired me to get behind the chair again. Plus the tire of being in the corporate structure, um... It kind of weighed on me. It was it was very stressful and gave a lot of pressure towards me. So that was my inspiration to get back behind the chair. And I also start some other businesses. So that's kind of my story. Uh, my love for uh, hairdressing and making ladies and men feel good about themselves uh, has always been a part of my life. But I went from teaching it. I went from doing it full-time behind the chair to teaching it and now coming back behind the chair to be an entrepreneur. You was called home, huh? Yeah, I was called <laughs> home, basically. That's right. Yeah. You, you know what I love about what you said is you didn't, there wasn't a negative motivator for you. You said you were inspired. Yeah, definitely. For and, sure. And most people think about starting their own business or looking for the next and, and best job in, in their career as something that has to happen uh, as of a as an effect of a negative thing, like I don't like my boss, or right. this person doesn't like me, so I'm right. leaving this organization. So I love that perspective of being inspired. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about me that I think is different from a lot of people is most people don't start their careers off as entrepreneurs. And I started as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know, I started as an entrepreneur, then went to corporate. Usually it's the opposite. Right. So. Right. I think sometimes that people want to get out of the corporate because they do see it as a negative and they do think that the grass is greener. But I mean, you really have to work your ass off as a <laughs> as an entrepreneur because Boy. I mean, it's it's really a survival mentality like what you eat is what you kill you know if if i don't have that pto sick time off i don't have that you know so everything that i every dime that i use to pay my mortgage my car note every trip i take is from somebody's hair that i stood behind the chair in style right Wow, I, I can't wait, right? <laughs> amen. I think I heard an amen somewhere. But I can't wait to, to bring that full circle. Um, yeah. what you what you were just sharing around, you know, the hustle, the grind, oh, what yeah. you eat is what you kill. That's so right. I, I can't wait to bring that that back full circle because that's the impetus of this conversation. That's right. Right? Well and, and so we'll we'll share a little bit more about that in just a second. We got Sham, a main man. Yeah, Sham, yeah, yeah. The other half of the my path to being a corporate dropout dropout was slightly different than Rayleigh's over there like okay let's start <laughs> college boom everybody say go to college because yeah. if you yeah. don't go to college you're not going to be anything that's like the fear that people instill in a lot of people which I mean it's, it's kind of a good fear at the end of the day because I benefited a lot from college uh, I also accrued a bunch of bills that I don't want. Right, right. But at the same time, like, I appreciate my time in college. But went to college for PR. Got my degree in PR. But throughout college, I actually worked at a bank because I had bills. So uh, got tons of experience in a bank and the financial world, all that good stuff. Upon graduation, thinking, man, I'm going to jump in PR because I love this. This is what I went to school for. This is what I study for lost my mind over all this mm-hmm. could not find a job at PR for anything wow. so I was like okay I gotta have some money so 
kept working in the banking world. Right. Worked my way up in the banking world for a very long time. Um, I did like retail banking for five years. I did back office for like another four. Then went to accounting. Did that for some years, and then I got all the way up to being an assistant controller for a company, wow. that, like a big company. And I'm like, how's a guy who uh, has to ask his wife anything when it comes to numbers? <laughs> like, what's the answer? How am I actually this high in accounting and all this and doing all this work and making good money? Like, I was actually okay with it, but I just actually I didn't enjoy what I was doing right. because I didn't feel I just knew I was going through the motions and I was doing it because I can do it. Yep. So... I'm not actually a corporate, uh, <laughs> I'm not a corporate uh, dropout. I'm more of a corporate kickout because I got laid <laughs> off from my position. I like that. I was like, bro, like me getting laid off from my position, I was very comfortable. I was actually relying on my money. I wasn't living like check to check, but you know, you kind of already know that that money's going to come. So you're not you built really. built up a lifestyle. Yeah. Right. With that income. Conducive to what my check was going to yeah, be, you know? Yeah. So then when they let me go, it like was a slap in the face because I'm like, bro, I'm like relying on you. And I know you know that I have these things. You see the clothes I wear, the car I drive, yeah. the food I eat every day. You know I'm not going to have this if I don't work here anymore, right? <laughs> They're like, well, yeah, uh, we just have to let you go. And without a really good answer. So that kind of made me feel a little bit uh, less confident in actually putting all of my livelihood in somebody else's hand. So when I was, um, I thought about it for a long time. My wife actually... She pushed me to being like, man, go out there and do your own thing. Because what I didn't say throughout this whole story was that when I was in college and I was working at the bank, when I was doing all the things I was doing, I also picked up the hobby of photography. So I was always doing photography throughout the whole thing and uh, took some some steps in there by opening a studio and working with partners and all that good stuff. But uh, I just never really like went balls deep in it like I needed to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So look, you're at the shallow end of the pool, yeah, right? You're right. just easing right. your way in, the three right, foot. Right. You can still, your waist is above the water. Exactly. So you're you know, not going to drown. And everybody right. looking at me like, man, you're swimming good over there in the three feet. Right. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking right. I'm, I'm the man in the three feet. Yeah. Until somebody was like, hey, go to the deep, to the end. deep end. I'm like, oh, Lord. Right. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I'm down there. Man, this is when I had to get back on it, like, further education, like, I didn't go to school for photography, so I had to basically teach myself, go mm -hmm. seek education, all this stuff, because I knew that I couldn't just be a mediocre photographer trying to do it full-time and take people's payments for this for my, you know, my lifestyle and all that good stuff. So, just went hard at that, just continued to try my best to, to like, grow how I'm doing my my business structure and all this stuff because I always just kind of halfway did it and just never went in on it. But when I was on out there, right. it was a whole different game. Yeah, man, I, I love what you said. You're like, I'm not a dropout. I was a kick out. <laughs> right. um, you know, I was kicked out. But here's the thing and, and how I view it, and we're going to jump over to AMAC and then, you know, jump into the meat of our, of, our, of our discussion today. But whether you are, you know, pushed by force, right, mm -hmm. or by choice, um, ultimately, it's always for our good. Yeah, right? yeah, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. it's always working together for our good. Again, whether you're inspired to leave or you are asked uh, or forced to retire, <laughs> right? Your position yeah. is no longer. I was uh, and services are no longer needed, right? That's that's real, literally what they told me. Which is <laughs> <laughs> like, did you tell them to tell yeah, me that? Listen. <laughs> 
I've been downsized a few times, yeah. right? So I, I get it. But I think one of the biggest lessons that we can learn um, when in that scenario, it happened to me when I was 22 or 23 for the first time. But it helped me to make a decision that I am not going to put my livelihood in the uh, hands yeah. of, mm-hmm. of a company, an organization. You know, love them. Uh, we'll give them my best. But I reserve right? My absolute best Mm -hmm. for myself, meaning um, my emotional uh, attachment is not to the job, but it's to the execution of my work and the people that I do it with. Um, So I'm not going to go too far down that path, (laughs) because trust me, uh, we can go. We can go. Listen, AMAC, no, man, it is is your, the mic is yours, man. Tell us your story. How did, how did... Okay, so... So I went to school for computer science. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I couldn't tell that by the way you helped get us set up today for the <laughs> podcast. I would have never known. Right. So I always had a niche for you know technology and things like that. But after school, um, I always had a job though. You know, mm-hmm. in school, and so that kind of transitioned through college and everything like that. So I always had a job. But after college, you know, I ended up um, in a position with the company, um, and kind of like sham, I was told, you know, I was forced out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, it's, I think then, it got something to do with the way we look. You know what I mean? It could be. <laughs> but that, that, but that's you know, a whole different story. It's the beards. It's, 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 it's the beard. That's what it is. I'm just trying to catch up with y'all. Um, anyways, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so after, you know, I was told to leave this company, but my position at this point was to figure out life, you know, and um, I ended up doing some things on my own, but then I went back to the corporate world, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So my story is a little bit different than Shams and Rails, so... you like a corporate re-registrator. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> It's like, what? Uh, yeah, it was late for registration. Like, Kanye, yeah, remember? Yeah, I'm late. You know, late you know registration, I mean? and you re-register for some classes. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. So, all good. I, again, so, again, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit different. But um, I ended up taking a position at a, a financial company. Um, and I remember the first time when I was getting hired, the guy asked me what I wanted to make. Mm. And I told him a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> I was twenty-two years old, and I was oh, young. Going to the gusto. Uh, yes. I surprised you didn't and say one million dollars. <laughs> the craziest thing. But he hired me. Wow. You know what I mean? He said, "I like your ambition." He said, "I'm not gonna give you a hundred thousand. Not gonna hit you with that hundo, <laughs> but you could come on. <laughs> but we're gonna hire you. So, um, but this guy was actually my motivation at the end of the day, though, because. At one point, he asked me my five-year goals in the company, Uh and I told him what those goals were, and he was like, oh, well, it's going to be very hard to get that, and it's, I don't know if it's, you know, in this position, you're probably not going to be able to get there, right? So, I made it my obligation to, you know what I mean? Get to to that point (laughs) within five years, and I'm... Excited to say that in four years, I was able to do that. Swag. Um, I was able to get a consulting position in technology. Wow. Congratulations. So um, from there, uh, I did that technology role for about four years in consulting. Um, realized that technology um, in the corporate world is really just not my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then I assumed a role in uh, operations. 
Now, operations is a little bit better just because I get to interact with people. I'm on a team. I get mm-hmm. to consult. I get to fix problems within these businesses. Um, so <clears throat> that's where I am currently. Yeah. And my journey basically now is to, um, I will say I love my job. You wow. know what I mean? That's awesome. That's great. For that's real. A, that's a special place to be. I've sure. never been able to. Well, I no, I can that. say that now. I, now because I work for myself, but. Working for somebody else, I never thought. I am in the best that. position that I've ever been in my life, but there's always a but. I see you over there glowing too. I, am I glowing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's this. I think it's this box light. Yeah. Oh, it definitely, it, it definitely yeah. is soft box. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually in the best position I've ever been in my life, right? But that's just not enough. You know, they always reel me in. They give me just enough no. so that I won't yeah. leave. But. I feel like God has a better plan for Always, me. Come man. on. Come on. <laughs> Always. You know, he's shown me. <laughs> really is right. shouting like she had right. a fork God, in a that, was all, that was right on cue. That was just like. <laughs> and this may be for some people that out there. God has shown me my plan several times. Wow. It is my fault for not jumping out there. that To not go through my, with mm-hmm. my plan. So, 2020. That's it. I know, they, I know you hear it. this all the time. 2020, 2020 is my year. But 2020 is my year. So, well, oh, you well, for real, for real. Here's the, yeah. for real. But 2020 is special because it's not only a new year, it's, it's a new decade. It's a new decade. It's you're a new not going to do it in this decade when you're going to do it. When are you going to do it? <laughs> you, 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 but but you're, you're right. We hear it all the time. This is my year and dot, dot, yeah. dot. But yeah. I really firmly and, and believe me, that 2020 is, is it. Let me explain why that it has done this. I have procrastinated in this in this sense. Wow, yeah. Every year when they roll out the bonuses and the, the raises, yeah. I'll be, like, be like, man, I can wait a little bit longer. That's the handcuffs, <laughs> right? I'm cool. It's that, the golden handcuffs. That's straight. Really you know told me the most fire thing that made me realize like I'm not going back to corporate America. But basically your salary is a bribe. It's a bribe. For you not to follow your dreams. And I know this. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Yeah. I just, I mean, but, but here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing, and this is where we 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 miss it. And I love where we're going with this. It's kind of actually happening the way uh, we didn't intend it to happen. But this is important because you hit on 2020, right? This is a new year. 2020, we know, means clarity, focus, mm-hmm. um, and I Come always want people to understand that um, your talent, your gift, your ability. Um, is the same as an athlete on the field that's playing football, that's playing basketball, that's playing baseball, that's, you know, a musician. It is yours to own and you actually lease it out or Mm -hmm. you kind of, um, um, you contract it out. People are paying you for your talent. And whenever you feel like you are um, handcuffed to a job Mm -hmm. or you're forced um, to be somewhere that you don't want to be, you you are surrendering or not remembering. You're always in control in the driver's seat of your career right, of your yeah. life. Um, God, for me, I love you brought like because that's what this is about faith. Going into 2020, we have to have another level of faith. Yeah, you better talk about it. To, 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 to <laughs> not even just sustain, right? You're talking about sustaining, Man. sustaining. That's this a big a, word, right and then like it's not just. Uh, surviving sustaining to me is like surviving mm-hmm. but i know that my life is meant to be one of thriving yes thriving. which means i not only have enough abundance. i have more than enough abundance to share mm-hmm. to uh 
to inspire people with, to, you know, to educate people with and to inform people with, because it's not always monetary, right? right. Um, and I want to bring this kind of full circle to your point. When we recognize that we're in jobs, paid a salary for in exchange for work, right? I believe, or at least when I recognize that, it gave me so much more peace about doing work in exchange for money. Yeah. Like we want to fall in love with companies and we want to fall in love with our manager and we want to fall in love with our coworkers. The reality right. is that is not always going to happen. Right. Nope. That is not always going to be the case. But when you realize I'm in this place for a season, there's right. something I'm meant to give a reason. There's something I'm meant to uh, learn. I'm meant to learn um, or a lifetime, right? A, a lifetime is not the organization, but the relationships and the people that you actually That's interact right. with. Act, act with. Does that make sense? It does. Yes. Yes. And and um, let me get on my soapbox for a minute. Go for it. <laughs> step up this. Just take that since step. We're, since we're talking about faith, so it's something that stood out to me a little while ago. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna take it straight to the Bible, and I'm gonna tell you how it helped me. So there was a verse that was being preached on. Well, two verses out of Luke. Come on now. And it says this. It says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those right. who love them. All right. And then it says, and if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even mm. sinners do that. Right. And so when I saw these scriptures and I and I and I heard it being preached on, it made me think about faith. Like, do you really have faith? In God providing for you, if you know that if you go to work every day, you're going to get a paycheck. Mm, Even sinners true. know that. Right. Boy. Even <laughs> sinners know if you go to work and you have a contract and you have, you know, onboarded with this company, mm. you're going to get a check from this company. To me, that is not a testimony of faith. Like not at all. May, maybe your testimony is that you know you didn't know that you were going to get this job because I had even with the lady who I said earlier passed away, I felt like God presented that job to me. It was basically laid in my lap because, um, statistically or whatever speaking, that job really wasn't statistically for me right you know what i'm saying but favor. so I, I don't want to say that you should that's dis- hard favor right. for somebody else to die but exactly. I hear for you. someone else to die <laughs> yeah. for you to get a job that a job that they say oh do you have this experience no i just got my license have you ever done this before no i just got my license i just have this many years of being an, uh, a hairstylist but i don't have any years of being an instructor and them to say well you know what these students they need um, something that is familiar to them because they're already stressing out from their teacher passing away. And, you know, we're just going to give this job to you because, you know, wow. so so what I don't want to do is say that because you work a corporate job that that wasn't favor to you. But what I am going to say is that me becoming an entrepreneur was a different type of testimony of faith because mm-hmm. I didn't know if my clients were going to come back to me. I didn't know how fast my clientele was going to grow. You know, I, I'm not a teenager anymore where I can still count on my my parents because they have both since passed mm-hmm. to provide for me. You know, so this was the ultimate test of faith to say this isn't the same thing that worldly people do say, oh, well, if I do this, I'm going to get that. 
This is, God, I'm trusting you to provide for me and that if I quit my job where I'm getting paid over $70,000 a year, plus health benefits, plus paid time off, plus Christmas off, mm-hmm. you know, all these all these things that they, you know, give you or, you know, like my husband said earlier, bribe you with mm-hmm. to keep your job that you are going to provide for me. And when I tell you, I really had to take a different type of step of faith. And You, you know what's amazing about what the four of us in this room and hearing that amazing, you know, testimony, really, yes, what you shared and testament of faith is that each of us have a different measure of faith. Right. Mm-hmm. And each of us around this sto- table has a different story. You were inspired to do it. You didn't have a choice but to do right, it. Right, right. I elected to do it. Well, I felt like you I still had a choice. You, you had a choice. You didn't recognize it at the time. I could have went back to right, it. I right. I could have yeah. decided, like, like, please take me back. Right. And just, and just took a position. Or another else. job. Yeah, right. you know, you know, so my faith right here is stronger it's, than I ever thought it would be. And my, I don't know if it was my faith or just me being conditioned, but I didn't know I was as strong and as resilient as I was until I actually had to be in this situation. Which actually goes, no, go ahead, go ahead. And let me add (laughs) that it was even more a testament of faith because we were preparing for me to quit my job and sham (laughs) to have that stable income coming in. Oh, well, you're working at your job and I can quit and we could just, you know, use your income. But I really, I want to add this, that I second-guessed my faith and said, well, you know, since my husband got laid off, maybe I need to work at the school another year. And then I said, you know what? I've been planning for this. God has given me this vision to do this. And I'm just going to jump out on faith, knowing that my husband does not have income coming in right now. So um, this this <laughs> so is, that even made it different. I got something right. to too. I can't right. say that I that I had a husband that was bringing in a check. No. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Because like she was saying, we were preparing for her to go. So I'm mm-hmm. like, cool. I still got my job. Like the way we set our life up is that we can survive off of one of our incomes right. at the same time. You know. So when she says she wanted to do her own thing. I'm like, cool, we we can still live, you know? Mm-hmm. But then it broke my heart to, like, even think about it. I remember when I called and told her, babe, I got laid off. She likes to play because I play a lot. I know I play a lot. Oh, yeah, we, know, <laughs> we know you are. <laughs> yeah. You know, I be joking and stuff, but, like, I was just like, I think she heard it in my voice because I kind of got the Terrence Howard voice a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, a little high. babe, hey, I, got, I, got, I got laid off a little bit, man. But, <laughs> but like, she was like, okay, we'll be okay. And she said that. Wow. And I was like, hello? Like, in my mind, like, <laughs> I thought she was going to lose her shit. But she was actually like, we'll be okay. And then I just got kind of a calm feeling. Yeah. Like, her words let me know. And I knew that was God, like, Sticking his hand on my head and being like, chill out, my my son, you know, so. This is Corporate Dropout Conversations. (laughs) I am Robert Johnson, and I am here today um, having a phenomenal conversation with uh, PDS Group, People Doing Shit uh, Conversations, uh, have partnered with Corporate Dropout Conversations to just talk at the end of 2019 about some lessons learned. And ultimately, it's about faith. Uh, it's about the faith and the strength and the endurance you will need um, to whether you're making a leap 
into a new field, into starting your own business, into starting a family, into getting into a relationship, whatever that thing for you is in your life that will require faith. Uh, hopefully you will get some nuggets today from these amazingly uh, <laughs> bright, talented, and just beautiful people. So yeah, again, uh, we Sham, appreciate you. Still, Amac, I want to let Rally. you know that. No, no, no. It, 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 listen, let me tell you how grateful I am because this wasn't supposed to happen today. Right. But this in fact, it was <laughs> supposed to happen, happen today, right? right? Um, Ain't it weird how things work out it, like that? <laughs> it, it, it just, it's just a God thing. Right. Um, but, but when we left off, uh, we really we're talking about faith and actually fear, right? The fear that you had, I had to call my wife and tell her that I'm downsized, but the faith that your wife uh, had and then instilled in you that we're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And many times when people are wanting to make a leap, uh, whether to get the next degree, get a degree, apply for the job, move Mm -hmm. to a different industry, start the business, they don't always have someone there to say, Hey, Mac, it's going to be okay, man. I got you. So, um, and, and let's jump to you, hey, Mac, because you are over there teching it down, man. Um, yep. Although you're kind of, you're, you're not a corporate dropout in the sense of Correct. having, you know, a totally separate business, but you have the mentality of owning your talent, owning your skill, owning, you know, your success. So yes. how, how did you and do you deal with um, those moments where your faith is being tested, and who's there for you? Oh, okay, of course. So um, uh, my faith has been tested several times uh, in this position that I'm in. Although I say that I'm, you know, in the best position that I'm in, my my faith has always been tested um, because I've had to deal with people who I I don't enjoy working with. Mm -hmm. And that brings stress at home. And I have someone at home, which is my wife, my lovely wife, hey, and my shout son. Out to the wife. You know what I mean? And when I so, go home, when I have these issues, you know, it's just like, what am I going to do next? Okay, th- I know that I love my position, but this person is standing in my way. Mm-hmm. What what am I supposed to do? I go home. My wife is like, "Well, baby, don't worry about it. You know, you're gonna be okay. Don't don't take it to heart." And then I see my, the smile on my son's face. And those things right there just kind of, you know, it kind of mellows me out and I can go to sleep and wake up and prepare for the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, even with these things being said, I think God understands my position in where I am. And so <laughs> recently, you know, I've, I've encountered this person that I don't enjoy working with, mm-hmm. but I feel like God was like, you cool. And this person recently uh, sent an email saying, okay, I am leaving the leaving the company. Uh, I've been here 25 years. If wow. someone has been at a company 25, 25 years, years, they don't normally leave. They retire there. Right, right. I'm not saying it's because of me. I'm just saying that, you know, God had favor on my <laughs> life. I don't have to deal with this person anymore. So, like I said, things like this. I was about to ask you, bro, how hard of a time did you give them to want to leave after 25 years? What did you do to them? Oh, my God. No, I'm just playing. Do not give me the details. First of all, I didn't do anything. (laughs) Right, right. I didn't give anyone a hard time. It worked out. I basically, see, my thing is I don't give my opinion on everybody because my opinion ain't, you know what I mean? Like, somebody asked me about Certain people, I just like listen. I'll let you decide. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? That's right for yourself. <laughs> you know, 
you know, I let you decide what this person, how this person is. And every time anyone would interact, they would understand, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. You'd be like, uh, I told you, right? I, was like, I told you, yeah. but I didn't tell you. But, you know what I mean? Like I told you on the slide. Yeah, you know, yeah. I gave you clues. Yeah. You know, it's your way to find out. Yeah. I, I love, I, I, I love it. Thank you for sharing that, man. Because to hear that, you know what, you're going into um, these environments still, but your family it, it grounds you. Your wife yes. and your son give you purpose, they right? Do. That that that's what I'm hearing, which allows you to you know filter through the mess and and silence some of that noise. Yes, mm-hmm. you know what they I think about that too. Like when you were talking about seeing your wife and how she interacts with you and your son and all that stuff. Like I think that even shows more of your faith in God to know that mm-hmm. He got you where you need to go. Because when I think about my wife, I don't have a kid, but when I think of her, I know she's my responsibility and I right. take care of her. I used to view it like, but whoever's my boss, uh, Jim. Right. Jim's right. the boss. Jim low-key got my wife's livelihood in his hand because he could decide right. that I don't, I don't want you here anymore because he doesn't like my shirt that day Man. or something weird, you know? Because they can make up something to get you out of there. Yeah, But of you course. still feeling okay with how, like, like how you were talking. And... To, I want some of your to, faith. To like, add Loki, to your let me point, borrow some, bro. Add to Even your though point, I'm faithful, I got it. When you say it may be the color of your shirt, mm-hmm. these were the type of things that would put me in a position where I was like, okay, am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right position? Uh, yeah, am I capable? Yeah. But it was because I'm leaving my <laughs> capabilities on someone but else. That's, yep, yep, yep. You're, you know what re- I mean? You're releasing and giving your power away of who you are and putting it in the hands of someone else right. that could never... One doesn't know you, right? Why? Exactly. You know what I mean? He don't even know where I live. He don't know what I look like when I'm at home. He don't know how I talk to my friends. And you know, <laughs> to go into details, so <laughs> a little bit of details. So it would, we would go in, we would you know deal with our clients, and I would be... Um, assessing everything that happens during the session or whatever. I would take the information and then I would gather it and put it, give it to my manager. Mm-hmm. Well, before I do that, I had to give it to this person. Mm-hmm. And then they were the ones who approved it to go to the manager. Well, then at this point, it was like, oh, well, this cell is only 156 height and this one is 158. They're all supposed to be 156. And I'm like, okay, what are we talking about here? You know what I mean? Right, right, really an issue? You know what I mean? Is this uh, is the information gathered from the client correct? Yes, but you weren't about a sales size. You right, know what I mean? Yeah, right. Focusing on the minors, like majoring yes. on the minors yes. instead of we got it done, we can fix that at another time. I will say that ha- that taught me a lot of you know about my position. Mm-hmm. You know, that didn't matter to anybody else in the company but this person. Right. But it taught me something. Right. So now everything that I do is so structured and so organized. People, when I send out my information, they're like, oh, that's great. Nice touch to that. You know what I mean? So it, it, it made you better. It made me better. And that's a key thing about life and about faith. Faith will always make you better. Right, the difficult moments, whether it's people or bridges that you have to cross over or glass that you have to walk on to make sure that you get the thing done that has to get done. Ultimately, um, scars 
This is the mm. beauty of scars. Mm. The, the, it, they are stronger than your normal skin, right? Yes. Your, right? your skin heals up and it creates this scar. Trust me, I have many of them on my body um, mm. and in my, my mental, physical, and emotional space. But they've all made us better. And so if, if the listeners out there, if you can, you know, uh, I challenge you to, to reframe how you view those challenging people, situations, and circumstances sure. in your life. Mm -hmm. For real. Because, you you know, Sham, you gave a great example of, you know, I lost, I was told my position was no longer uh, uh, needed or my services were, were no longer needed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you spoke to how that really felt. And, and that's a hurtful thing, especially for anyone but let alone a man right like because that's how we are the providers and we want to make right. sure our family is good our mom is good our wife is good our children and it's such a late um like a late point in my career career and it, happened, right. it has right. never happened before I'm, I'm not in my <laughs> 20s at this point in time i'm like not even in my early 30s I, well i'm still in my early 30s but not like baby 30s no. Okay, I was like 33 when it happened. <laughs> you were good in your 30s. I was going to even say the time. So yeah, I was like 33 when it happened, and I'm like. But what what was that faith like? From what? How did that strengthen your faith? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, test your faith, and what what came out of it that made you a better person? Okay, well, it strengthened my faith because I, honestly, I've always just knew that God had me where I, I was supposed yeah. to be because. I did not come from the hood. Mm -hmm. Wife, don't look. <laughs> I I grew up in the hood, but I'm not from the hood. In other words. He's not hood. Is okay. what he means. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not of the hood, but like I have so many friends, <laughs> so many family members who actually are in jail or just not living on this earth anymore. So I knew that me being where I was at was kind of just not <laughs> supposed to be going going down like it was. So I always knew God had me. Yeah. So that that was something that just kind of calmed me. But at the same time, like I know a God gave me this gift of this woman that I'm taking care of, trying to satisfy her needs, her, her wants, all that good stuff. And for me to know like, uh, I can't do that like I used to, strictly because somebody decided that they don't want me to make money anymore. Mm -hmm. It was very hurtful. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, of course. it hurt my feelings more than I think it would have if I wasn't married at all. Like, right. I would be like, oh, on to the next. But yeah, I just feel like all, like, those those bumps, those bruises actually made me stronger. You know, I think Kurt Franklin has a song that says, like, uh, when you're growing, it's going to hurt because growing never feels good. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah. like, I you knew don't feel I was fair. Dead. Right. You don't feel good. <laughs> right. I know. I, at first, I didn't. I didn't view it as a growing pain. Yeah. But in in retrospect, I'm like, that had to happen for me, and it had to happen that way. And let me add a testimony onto that. You know, the yeah. thing is, is I've been, you know, Marcus and Sham. That's his name is Sham Marcus. Oh, Sham. Oh, I get my government out. Hey. <laughs> And my social security number Sham is. Has been, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> government. Sham has Sham has been doing photography for a very long time and we probably started dating in 2011 and I would go with him, you know, to the studio to edit, you know, pictures or short films that he did and I've seen him push his photography for years. So from 2011 until now, that's at least 8 years. Yeah. That I've seen him 
post and be diligent about getting his work out there as far as marketing and advertisement. And literally, as soon as I quit my job in June, in this short amount of time from June to December, he has had more um, book shoots than I've ever seen him have since 2011. And we can't, wow. we, can't attribute, we can't attribute that to nothing oh, but God. God because, is my social media manager. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he's, he's not doing he's anything. So he's not doing anything differently. Right. I mean, you know, he's been posting Facebook, Instagram, all of our friends, all of our family knows that he's a photographer. And when I mean, I'm talking about events. I'm talking about for like the last six months, I've been week family, but weekly, but yes, like a weekly. lot of the times of the week. But that's that's a dimension. That's a representation yes. of actually the buildup. Because you think it about is. it, nothing happens overnight, right? Right. Like, listen, yeah. God can do anything overnight. Because I, I don't, I'm not going no, to go into too many testimonies. <laughs> but, but, but we think it's overnight. You know how they say overnight success, and that person like, no, nah, yeah. I've been going like, at this bro. for years. That's right. right, right. right. Think That's about right. all the years you prayed and cried and hoped and believed and prayed That's and right. cried and hoped and believed and planted seeds and supported people. I pray and so much. People. I hope God not sending my prayers to spam <laughs> because I'll be like, God, like you already asked for that last week. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that belief, yeah, you yeah. know, because mm-hmm. again, we have subconsciously and or consciously, I think the power is in consciously mm-hmm. repeating your prayers. Oh, yeah. And repeat, repeat, repeating your uh your gratitudes, right, right? right? Lord, you know, God, thank you for my wife who has been the, the best thing since life's bread in my life. You know what I mean? Thank you for the, uh, the, the photo shoot that just came out of the blue. And then That's another right. one came from that. And another one came from, from that. Right. Thank you for removing that person out of the workplace who I didn't jive. Our spirits, our energy didn't jive well. Um, so it was, it could have inhibited you, Amac. But you took the high road and said, you know what? I'm not going to diminish, discredit, or talk down about that person. I'm going to walk in my integrity. Right, right. Which requires faith. When somebody on your job or in your person. Especially. (laughs) Especially when you, you know, I call it ratchet and righteous. Especially when you. She said, yeah, I'm both. Right, right. I'm R and R. When you trying not to be, you know, really in this world, but in this world and really trying to. You know, think about your blessings and like, nope, you ain't about to block my blessings. I'm not fixing to get ignorant on your behalf. Right. For real. (laughs) This is Robert Johnson, and you are listening to Corporate Job All Conversations, and we are having an amazing discussion. I'm here with the PDS Conversations crew, people doing shit. We are here with Relly. Hey. A-Mac. What's good? And Sham. Hola, senor. Hola, mi amigo. Como esta? I'm so excited. And what we really want um, and hope that our listeners will take away from our conversation and dialogue today is that ultimately at the beginning and at the end of a thing is your belief and faith, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't do anything in this world uh, of good, that is, without faith and without a tribe of people Right, that are standing with you, and many cases in your place. Right, Man, being be an advocate. Best, that'd be the best part sometimes when you know you got people behind you that are 
like encouraging you and, yeah. and knowing that you are better than what you view yourself. Yes. Man, yes. that right there has given me the most gas ever because I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come so on, Lauren. So <laughs> actually, Erica. I was like, that's Miss Bobby Webb. Dallas, take my Texas. Neo soul call thing, <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> they both, they they both there. They Listen, both there. I'm saying, but we from Dallas, Miss Badu from Dallas. We're gonna give her her credit when I spit them bars. All right. <laughs> no, what was I even talking about? I don't keep forgot. <laughs> Having someone in your corner supporting you, i.e. your wife. Oh, well, okay. Let's do it up I would give her the credit, but she already took it. No, but, like, just me, like, those people building my confidence level, and you got to have... Confidence is something you really, really need when you step out on faith. If you don't have confidence in yourself, let's talk about that. Sir. For real. (laughs) Some of of the most uh, unsuccessful people that I've met, unsuccessful, and I think... The success isn't determined on the outcome. Success to me is your perspective on the thing. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. But some of the most unsuccessful people were the ones that said, oh, my God, it's it's a rainy day today. Uh, it's too hot. It's too cold. Nobody likes me. I can't do it. Yeah. You got three degrees. Wait a minute. <laughs> you, you went to school and are smart enough to get three degrees. You are a single parent. You are out here making things happen and you don't right. believe enough in yourself to know right. that you can make this thing happen. Oh, you talking to somebody. Right. Yeah, for real. Listen, I'm talking, right. I, yes. I hope I'm talking to somebody that, 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 that was just complaining yeah. to, their, to their friend about yeah. how their manager sucks. But at the end of the day, your manager is there to help build that patience muscle. That's to right. help build that <laughs> consistency muscle. Yeah. Amec, you talked about it. I became better at my thing because I knew someone was going to be checking that I dot my I's and cross my T's. Oh, yeah. Well, like I mean, that's what the book says. All things work together. So if you, if you trust that, then, you know, that's the, that's the thing. And, and (laughs) one thing that you mentioned was confidence, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think with confidence, another word comes with that. And that's being intentional. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times people believe that, because you believe in God that things are going to just fall into your lap, especially with this entrepreneurial spirit and wanting to do things on your own. And maybe they will. Maybe they will, you know, because I've had the favor that some things have fallen. But I know also that if I hadn't said I'm going to be persistent in trying to get my instructor's license and Mm -hmm. going to take my tests and studying to pass my tests and then going to apply for my license, you know, you have to along the way be intentional. And I think that if God knows your heart and knows that you are working towards something that uplifts him, Mm -hmm. um, then... He will bless that thing. And, you know, I I know at one point I was trying to get into real estate and I I asked my mentor, well, what do you think? Do you think that I should flip houses or do you think that I should be a landlord and rent houses or? And she said, you know what? It really doesn't matter (laughs) because you could be successful at either one. The thing is, is that you have to. Instead of staying in that space on what should I do? What should my logo look like? Move forward. Analysis paralysis. Make a a decision and move forward. And that was my, that was on my vision board for 2019 was being intentional. And being intentional is, I think, the thing that has 
um, made a difference. It's and and I don't take credit for that. I still give God all the glory for where where He's brought me. But I know that one of the fears that I had going into being a hairstylist was, oh my gosh, all of these people have three million followers, and oh, they're on Instagram and their hair looks so nice. Even though I know I'm a dope hairstylist, I knew that I wasn't known worldwide and I knew that I wasn't known nationwide and oh my gosh I'm not that technologically advanced but you know what I decided to be intentional you know what post something that's right yeah every day that's right post something every other day make sure you don't go a week without posting you know and I have I can literally say that I have gotten so many clients from Instagram and just from me posting and that's not from me having the right lighting right. or having this because let me also be clear that everything that looks good ain't, ain't good, good. <laughs> yeah. you know sure. and sometimes we get caught up on that because that's the generation that we live in that's now right. where that's everything right. looks a certain way and it may not be great you know so but, 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 I just had to be intentional and, and be confident because I said those two things go together mm-hmm. That you know what I'm a I'm a dope hairstylist. Right. I know that I keep people's That's hair right. healthy. I've been an instructor for the last five years, and I know that God gave me growing hands. So I can't be concerned with what other people are doing or how things look like. I just have to be intentional with how I present myself, but, and but, everything but, is working together. Really, you you hit on so many things that <laughs> yeah. sham goes to your point. Mm-hmm. So. The opposite of unsuccessful is successful. So unsuccessful is I believe everything is working against me and Mm -hmm. I have no power. Mm -hmm. Success um, and successful people believe um, and have confidence because they just take a step. Yeah. I posted the 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 photo of me of someone's hair that I did yeah. and maybe one person liked it or 50 people liked it but one person called mm-hmm. or one person called and then one person actually set an appointment right confidence cuz is... lord knows I'd rather have appointments more than likes <laughs> it's not about the likes <laughs> right. at the end of the day you know book busy and blessed i think is the, the phrase yes. uh, in 2020 it's just booked right. cuz i know i'm blessed <laughs> and the busy is automatic that's so right. and the goal is to stay booked that's but, right but Confidence is in knowing who you are. Right. Like once you know, for me, my comp because the person I am today is not the person I was like in high school. And I Should thank God, right? I thank God <laughs> that I was a late bloomer. You know, we all know people that were the high school king uh, pro- of the prom Man, or queen of the me, prom. I'm about to catch the, and it's like I'm about wow. to catch the Holy Ghost. Right. <laughs> Flip but, this table over. But, 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 <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You're talking to tell Robert Listen, for real. I I'm thank God you. like every other day. God, thank you for making me a late bloomer. I look better. I feel better. I'm smarter. Yeah. I, I, I'm more confident than I've ever been in my life. And I prefer to be confident at the age of 42 than at the age of 24, 14, or, or whatever. Because First off, you can handle what you're getting from it at 42. It. And my confidence doesn't come from the reaction of people. Oh, boy. My confidence comes from the awareness of who God has made me to be. Shonda! And that's what I want people well, to understand. I need a gavel. <laughs> no, no, but, but you you said it. Yeah. And you said it, Amac. And Sham, you said it. We all are speaking our own language, but yeah. we're that's understanding right. one another. Right. That's even confidence. When you can have four people around the table extremely bright, smart, intelligent, beautiful people and respect what what each person brings to the table and not be intimidated. Yeah. Come on now. All day. (laughs) Every day. 
Boy, every day. <laughs> so, so Sham, you were kind of jumping all over that one. Um, we're talking about being late bloomers and, you know, thanking God that that confidence and the older we get uh-huh. and the more experience we, we get. Because we have some people that are 30 years old and have experienced more than a 60, 70 year old. Ooh, right. And then we me, have some six. There's that. <laughs> you're an old soul, but you look like a 21 year old. That's all I'm going to say. That's too Come on, uh, Miss Relly. You better talk uh, that. You know, I know how to talk now. You know, <laughs> we are doing the corporate job out conversations in yeah. partnership with people doing shit conversations. All right. yeah. and, and actually, that's where I want to want to kind of navigate to because you all created uh, a podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, people doing shit, PDS, and and I and I loved uh, loved hearing it. You know, when our mutual friend told me about it and yeah. introduced me not only just to the concept of it, but to you all. Okay. Um, so tell tell the listeners about PDS, why you started it, and what exactly it is that you. Um, so PDS, um, it was a a brain baby of me, and when I thought about it, I was just like. I know some really dope people that would just really make this thrive. And I have some of the best conversations in the world with my wife because she's not only my wife, she for real is my best friend. We've been best friends when we were 16. We got married when we were in our late 20s, you know? So, like... I knew Check that please. She... I think I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go find that. I need to go back to high school. Now, I'm I need to go time back to high school if it takes finding my best friend that I will be married to all these many years later. Look, that's another Don't marry reason why. nobody that you infatuated with. <laughs> marry somebody you can kick it with. 100%. And be 100% yourself. But that kind of even touches okay, on my faith because I right. knew that God put me where I needed to be when I needed to be there. He yeah. put my prize in front of me for years, but I never took it. Because I didn't, it wasn't time, it wasn't done. It was in the oven baking. Anyway, on to the next. <laughs> so, the PDS podcast. When I decided to get my people together for it, I just knew that we would drive a good conversation with people that I wanted to actually let them have the ability to tell their story of why they are successful or why they are doing what they're doing and the reason why we are so attracted to it or just even want to know what's going on with it. Like, it has to be something bubbling there. So, I wanted him these people to give their backstory and at the same time have the ability to promote what they're doing. But I wanted our listeners to know, like, this person is a regular person at the end of the day. This person missed the bus when they really had something important to do. Or this person was living out of their car one day. Or this person, you know, doesn't even know how to read but wrote a book. You know, like, like crazy stuff like that. Like, you are of these people. You can do it too. So I just wanted to... Like, know, know that I can provide that to people. Because first and foremost, I was someone who always looked at people like, how did they get to where they're going? And then when I was able to find out from watching documentaries or just doing my own research, because I'm a history nerd, <laughs> like a big history nerd at the end of the day, uh, I was just like, what? I want to provide this to people who aren't as diligent to me to go out there and find their information. Yeah. I'm nosy as hell. I want to know what's going on behind closed doors. <laughs> I'm nosy, but at the same time, I do not get in people's business, which is weird. There you go. You're inquisitive. Yeah. He, he, gets in, he gets in famous people business, but not regular people business. And I didn't even want to be in... I didn't even want to be a part of PDS because she I she <laughs> was very self-conscious about how my voice sounds and I don't like to listen to my voice. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, but it's not about it's not about you. It's the it was message not about me. That's, that's coming right. 
Do you understand the words that are coming out? <laughs> That's right. Of Riley's mouth. Oh my gosh! But then when I re-listened to the podcast, I was like, I don't even listen to other people's podcasts. I don't. I don't. I <laughs> and just, she didn't care about a podcast. First I don't off, even care about having a phone. I don't even need. I don't even want a phone if it wasn't for my business. I don't like really <laughs> listening to stuff. Marcus is a history major, and my my. My major has a background in math and science. That's the type of person I am. So yeah. I don't watch documentaries, but he has introduced me to that. But I didn't want to do none of this. But when I started, I actually loved it. I love talking to people. I love listening back to the podcast. And, and I did it because he asked me to. <laughs> there you well, go. thank you, boo. Poor. But the structure of the podcast, too, like I knew that we are a small group of people out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I cannot interview Ice T, <laughs> no matter <laughs> what I could do. I don't know nobody that knows anybody. You in might can interview Ice T. Ice T, what's up? Coco, if you out there, you might say hubby interview with PDS. Nothing is impossible. It's the inception of people doing shit. I knew that I didn't have the ability to reach out to these people. So I decided, I know a lot of dope people around here. Right. And I got a few connections around this area that I can reach out to people that I personally don't know their backstory of why I'm even interested in what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, we're just going to try our best to find the dopest people in Dallas-Fort Worth and let them give their POV on why they are what they are and then still promote what you got going on because I'm all about pushing other people. I'm never a hater. And I, if I could help anybody do anything, it's not going to do nothing but help me at the end of the day too yeah, because right. they're more... They're more famous, more advanced, more everything after me helping them out, you know? So so, so I, I loved hearing, you know, what thought inspired, you know, PDS. Because I love I love what you just said, too. Like, the iced tea is dope, but guess what? The, the, the woman that owns the store around the corner who's been mm -hmm. on that block for 20 years, 15 years, 30 Man. years... It's just as dope because she's pouring into the community, the local community, right? And the fact that she still has a business going after two years. She, yes, and she still has a business, right? But the the platform that you are creating to help the everyday dope person get visibility and exposure is absolutely beautiful. And I thank you two for wanting, wanting uh, to invite me to be on your podcast. So it was, again, so absolutely perfect timing yes. uh, for at the end of 2019 for us to come together and just have this beautiful conversation that's about faith, about friendship, about loyalty, about trust, about fat friendships yeah. and right. a tribe. You know what I mean? I do. I do. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with it. Well, we thank you for having us um, on corporate corporate dropout conversations because, I mean, that goes along with people doing shit. You decide to drop out of corporate America. <laughs> we definitely cousins. <laughs> to do your thing. Right. right. We're, we're, right. Podcast I mean, cousins for yeah, sure. we're right there with you. So we thank you for having us on the corporate dropout conversation. And it's been a pleasure just to sit around the table and talk to you about, you know, our experiences. Definitely and hopefully we are, um, you know, inspiring and educating people uh, on, you know, what you they are. can do to drop out of the corporate America system. You know what's crazy? <laughs> this is actually really inspiring us to hop back on it because as of 2019, we kind of slowed down a lot yeah. on putting out podcast yeah. episodes because... Life happened, Life you know, happens. and we were actually doing shit. Right, right, right. <laughs> People doing living, shit. Living the People doing shit podcast was actually doing shit, but we're 
we're going to get back on. We're going to start putting out new episodes. We're going to be trying our best to do the same thing that you're doing with your podcast. Just letting everybody know, like, get up, get out, and get, get something. something. Come so on real, real quick, real quick, in, in yes. 20 seconds or less, where can our listeners find you, follow you, and subscribe? Okay, most definitely. You can follow us on Instagram at the PDS Podcast. Our podcast is on iTunes. It's on uh, SoundCloud. It is on Spotify. It's on anything that you can find your episodes on. So definitely just do that. Like I said, on Instagram, the PDS Podcast. Yep, and if you need your hair done, oh. I am on at designed underscore by underscore Sherelle, C-H-A-R-E-L. That's on Instagram and Design Theory Beauty on Facebook. And that's how you can find me. Hey, Mac, how about you? All right, you can find me on Instagram at amacofficial. If you have any business problems, I can solve them. You can reach out to me on amacofficial as well. That's going to be my uh, business that I have for 2020. So. Okay. Well, hey, I might book you. I might book you, my brother. On all platforms. <laughs> AMAC official. I love it. I love it. Again, thank you guys so much, lady and gentlemen, for joining us here on Corporate Dropout Conversations. I like to ask my guests, um, and in this case, my collaborators, uh, one question. It's typically uh, three questions, rather, but I'm going to ask each of you one of those questions. So, okay. Um, ladies first as always. Okay, I'm here. Um, so Rel, what inspires you? What inspires me is giving to others. That's mm. what inspires me. Um, as a hairstylist, that's what, uh, inspires me is knowing that someone can come in and have lost a loved one, has lost a job, has had a stressful day at work. And I know that when they turn when I turn them around in that chair, they're going to be like, oh, girl, I got to go somewhere today. So that's what inspires me is knowing that every day I get up to make someone feel and look beautiful and that I can have conversations with them and they can converse with me. And what happens in my suite stays in my suite and that <laughs> we can have a good time and she can feel good about herself upon leaving me. That's All right. Good. I love it. That's a hard I love it. I know, there, right? That's, That's what I'm Listen, <laughs> I get it. I get it. A, a Mac, we're going to uh, ask you what um, have you learned most recently? So, what's been educating you? What have you learned recently that's helping to make you a better husband, man, business person, father? I would say um, just being steadfast in, in everything that I do. Uh, one of the things my manager told me was, you don't just allow me to push my uh, opinions on you. You always have a comeback, and I appreciate that from you. So just not being uh, able to assess the world as it comes to me and make my own decisions uh, and, and tackle it that way, um, I've learned that. So that I would say that would, is what I've learned recently. Nice. Okay. Steadfastness. Yeah. Steadfastness. Excuse me. Mm. Last but not least, Sham. Yes, sir. What What's informing you? What tools, um, what resources do you use to stay informed um, and current in your, in your business, you know, again, and in life? Well, like I said earlier, I'm uh, a nosy guy, so I listen to tons of podcasts like this. 
because it actually informs me that people are still making moves. People are still going. People go through my same struggles like, you know, we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. So I just like actually using that for inspiration and education. It informs me yeah. like what's going on, you know, yeah. all that good stuff. And also, I just try my best to stay aware of what's going on in my industry. Like I do photography, like you said. Mm-hmm. Man, like at one point I thought, I was like, this iPhone with these cameras, with these triple cameras on here about to put me out of business because they were actually taking pictures as well as I could with like the clarity <laughs> in certain things. Right. It's what I thought. Until I got more informed, I'm That's like, right. oh, this don't got as many megapixels. That's my Nikon. And actually at the end of the day, people are not just paying me because I purchased a, a nice camera. They're paying me because they like the way I pose them. They, they like the way that I make them feel comfortable in the shoot. They like the way that I uh, edit all that good stuff. And at the end of the day, just me being aware of my surroundings, what people like, what's new technology and all that good stuff, is just gonna, it's keeping me going. And I learned that through YouTube. I'm a graduate of YouTube. <laughs> YouTube needs to send me my master's degree because <laughs> I've learned so YouTube much masters. from them. But yeah, man, just, just, just being inquisitive, keep... Yeah. Keep on Googling stuff. Keep on, stay on that computer, man. Get your notifications, all that good stuff. That's how I've been informed, man. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I appreciate and I'm so thankful to have this opportunity to do the uh, last Corporate Dropout Conversations podcast with such a dynamic and amazing group of people. Um, to all the listeners out there, I hope that you uh, will take some time to Reflect on 2019. Where were those spaces, places, and areas of your life, of your business, of your career, of your relationships that you did not take the risks that you needed to take? You didn't feel as confident as you could have felt, right? Um, Assess those things. Why did you feel that way? And how can you take what you get from the why, apply it to, 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 to 2020, and make your business better, make your person better, make your relationships better, make your career better, and take your life uh, to the next level. I like that. 